Hello, welcome back to another episode of No BS with Briar and Sarah. This is Sarah. This is Briar. And we have two very special guests today with us to, today, again. <laughs> Brianna and Jen Aliman, ladies. Um, What's up? How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. We're so excited to have y'all here. Yeah. So talk to us about what y'all do. I'll let Jen go first. Um, I do a lot of things. Uh, I guess like my, my date... My career is I do hair, I help manage a salon, and I do education within that salon at Tony and Guy. Um, I oversee color, chemical, a little bit of cutting. I oversee just everything that goes on. Um, I've been doing hair since I was 18. I'm 29 now, and I've just kind of been, yeah, just doing that shit. And then just outside of my day job, I co-host a podcast. I co-host The Snake Pit with Rattlesnake Roy. Um, I am the host of Lords of Film. It's a film podcast here in Lubbock. Cool. Um, within that, man, I I do it all. I don't know how to how to really branch off on that. I do. She wears so, hats. I, yes. Um, <laughs> put on my clown shoes. My, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, within Lords of Film, I have movie nights for, um, just the community. I started off as just doing free movie nights just to kind of create an event that wasn't a house show, that wasn't a party, but just a hub of, I I love my conversations with people just over film and just over music. And that's that's my favorite bar conversation when sometimes I don't have that kind of fucking money. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I wanted to create um, almost like a movie club type of environment. So that's kind of how I started linking up with season three, doing the movie nights that eventually... Um, graduated into me working with within Studio C and the 806 Collective and I host events like Fools and Ghouls. I help oversee and coordinate events like the Budding Artist Fashion Show. I've just I do it I do a lot, but I keep myself busy and it's although we live in Lubbock and it is small, there is such a community and a creative bone here. You know what I mean? And I feel like just because we're not on a huge scale, we have the resources within here. So why would I like let that creative juice rot? You know what I mean? Inside of me. So I keep myself busy like that. So when do you do the movie nights? I've seen Brianna uh, make some posts about it before. Yeah. So um, they're usually during the week. I try to make them like Tuesdays, Wednesdays, just because like the house shows, everybody's out and about like on the weekends, but the house shows are always like on a Friday through Sunday, but also I don't want to interfere with weekend plans. I just want people to come kick it for a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, they're usually Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Well, I love that. I'm off both those days. And where is it held on? <laughs> um, it's at the 806 Collective downtown. Um, it's like where like Fifth and J is, like where like the art trail is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you know, like where like that garage looking spot yeah. is. So there, the studio is right behind it. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. We have a projector set up. We have like these really huge fucking speakers, and we're just movie nerds. It's fun. Yeah, we start the we start the night off with like a like a custom playlist, you know, like for yeah. the film and then Bradley, Ugh. my co-host, he'll like put together like a custom pre-show, kind of how Alamo has pre-shows. Yeah, right. So he'll do like a themed pre-show and then we go up and we introduce, we do trivia and then we introduce the film and kick it with us. I well, love that. Pizza, beer, Dr. Pepper, water, it's all there. Do you have like a list of all the movies that you're going to be playing for that month or is it just like you, di- you decide mm, each week? <laughs> I think like whenever I first started this, I knew I wanted like some movies for sure for certain months like they just yeah. kind of give me certain <clears throat> vibes you know what I mean yeah um but for the most part we just kind of sit down and it's like what's November gonna look like you know what I yeah. mean and that's just kind of it and it'll be on it'll be like for summertime it was like man it's hot as shit we need to do like a hot uncomfortable action movie let's do Terminator you know what I mean okay, cool. Killian Murphy's hot right now let's do 28 days later um so our next showings are going to be um, Akira on October 10th. Okay. Um, and then the next day, literally the very next day, is going to be House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, love yeah. that one. But we want to get to the point. It's just, I've been, literally, I intended to, like, take a break for summer. And I ended up not taking a break for summer and just pushing through. And then fall is always, like, super busy. So I haven't had a chance to, like 
plan out a concrete schedule, but month to month, we're rolling. We're rolling, man. Good, good. I love that. Yeah. So, like, you know you're a girl boss. How do you feel about that? Do you feel, like, confident? Do you feel... I feel like in that that aspect, um, yeah, I'm like... Y'all can't tell me shit. Sometimes, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. I feel very, um, and I've been known to say this to people. I'm like, you can't fucking tell me you're busy because I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm busy, and I make it work. Yeah, very and accomplished. So, yes. Brianna's always told me we all have the same hours same in a day hours, as man. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, it's true. can make it happen. Anybody can make it happen. Yeah, and I don't say that ignorantly. Like I, I. I have, I get super excited about things, so I prioritize them, but it's also, like, I know, like, what is a priority, like, hair is forever my bread and butter. Hair is the reason I can live this really selfish, creative life outside of my nine to five. You know what I mean? So, because of that, it's like, I always honor that, and I come correct to that first. That has to be, like, my priority. But then off of that is, like, all the opportunity I get, and it's, like, off of, like, approaching that correctly... For whatever reason, that professionalism carries on to anything else. So I just kind of approach everything like that. Like if it's, if I can't come correct, if I can't deliver excellence, it's just not mine. Yeah. So, but because of that, I'm like, I'm not going to say no to certain things or whatever. So I just full force everything. Put your own like heart and soul into everything. Mm -hmm. Passionate. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are doing awesome. I know. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was so excited to be on here. I I was so excited to like talk to like other women because like on the snake pit I'm the only girl yeah so it's like sometimes I'm like fighting for my life over there man but it's it's good like I need to be in an environment like that where I can like keep holding my own you're an you alpha know? female yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we'll Jeez. tag um the snake pit what is it snake pit with rattlesnake Roy. snake pit with rattlesnake Roy. <laughs> say that five times um yeah absolutely well that's awesome Check her out on Instagram. We will uh, tag her. Tag her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fryer always has to help me finish thoughts. <laughs> okay. So we do. Well, Brianna, who are you? What do you do? So I am Sarah's sister, and I have been with Tony and Guy doing hair for almost 16 years now. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's wild. I know. And I met Jen when? I was 19 when I first started at JCPenney's. So 2000. I was a baby. 13? I was such a baby. That's crazy. 2013. Yeah, 2013. And um, the first Tony and Guy in the mall. like The very, very first. Is it very not there first. anymore? No. no. Oh. They've had two different ones, and it was the first one. Okay. So the, ver- the very first crazy. one um, was open from 2000 to 2010. And I was hired on, I was still in high school. Yeah. But I, I was in cosmetology, but I was in high school and I was hired on by one of my best friends now, Ray. And that one, I was there for a couple of years and then it closed down. And then I went to JCPenney's. I was self-employed for a little bit. And then I met, you know, Jen, but then we were given the opportunity to franchise. Yeah. Uh, Tony and I back into Lubbock. And so my friend Ray, she did it. And here we are. That's amazing. So, um, like, what do you do in your downtime? Um, well, I'm a mom. So right a now, mom. oh my god. <laughs> so right now, um, I have football. Um, I'm a football mom. You like single handedly like funded their season. <laughs> I mean, right now, <laughs> yes. The, I'm trying to make him be homecoming team. Like, we're, I'm. He has no idea, but. I made him a garter. I, you know, with his number and his name on it, and he has he doesn't he doesn't even care. But it's me, so it's for you. It's not for him. It's for me. It's for yes, moms. It's, it's never about me. them. It's yes. for the mom. I, he's he's my little princess boy that I just make all everything pretty for. But he has no idea. So um, I'm a mom. Um, we have travel football. I didn't know it was travel until I signed him up. So we go to Abilene, Midland, we've been to Dallas. Oh my gosh. I know, it's exhausting. But other than that, um, I work out some, 
A lot. Uh-huh. Um, a I, lot. <laughs> I I just like to really, if I can, right now I'm on a Vanderpump Rules kick. So, and my sister has watched it forever and they would talk about it some on here. And then like I was talking to Jen about it. So right now I'm on a kick with that. So I'll, I'll be on the Stairmaster binging it, you know, at five in the morning until I got to get home and get Ace ready. But other than that, I think that's it. I mean, like with Jen, I, like she was saying, she's done, she's in education. I did that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a Tony and Guy technical educator. I've been to many summits. I've been to, I'm certified in a lot of different areas. Um, but I'm, I'm a little older now. And I, I feel like there's a lot of time that I missed with my son growing up. And so you know, when I had my stroke a couple of years ago, um, I felt like a shift in what was important for me. Like in priority. Absolutely. So I'm like sure. Jen said, with work for her, she, her nine to five supports her uh, projects and things outside of uh, the salon. And mine does the same. And I'm blessed in the sense that I've got a team of friends and within the salon and that we can all support each other and, and mm-hmm. there's never, there's never any issues with that. So Little salon family. We it really is, do. Yeah. We're very, we are very lucky as far as like that goes, because when I first started way before Tony and guy, my salon experience was not very kind and was very harsh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, I, we are just, I am very lucky, you know yeah. what I mean? And I consider myself that just cause we have, an amazing team we have like a really um our salon owner which is my my boss ray but also like one of my best friends um like truly like we have a respect enough for each other to like really separate like work and like friendship yeah that's important and it's never like ever come to a head we've always just kind of respected like this is your business i'm going to come 100 percent. but what i do in my personal time you know, it's like, you yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> and so, like, we have, like, a really cool environment like that. And not all salons are like that. Or not all salons are, like, supportive of their employees in that way. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? So, yeah. Well, Brianna, you know that you're a girl boss. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. Man. Um, well, you know, like. Do you feel badass? It's just the way I live. I'm just playing. Right. No, um, honestly, I'm, I feel like I've always kind of been humble with things. I feel that way, but I mean, I don't know. I, um, I've i always just hustled and hustled and hustled and hustled. And partly, I'm sure, because every damn guy I've been with, I've supported. So I had to hustle even when, oh, you know, before Ace was even born, yeah. you know? So, oh, yeah. um, but I also, you know, I had mom growing up and she would always tell, like, I know me and you, Sarah, she would tell us, like, when you girls get older, find a job that you don't have to depend on a man for. Do yeah. something, work work in a job where if you're ever alone, you don't have to struggle. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing hair, um, I, like Jen was saying, man, I'm just, we're just so lucky. Like um, the people that we meet and the networkings that we build, I am so used to it, but I don't, I don't have a typical hairdressing career. I don't. I'm very, very, very blessed. So to answer your question, do I feel like a badass? Yes. Good. As you should. Yeah. But, you but carry yourself. You can be like conceited one. here. No, don't, don't worry. No, we'll let you. Just, yes. <laughs> it's a safe place to be conceited. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's, we're embracing this here. Hell yeah. Yes. Embrace your yes. girl bossness. Yeah, but you know, and and but with that too, um, and I know you guys have talked about it before. Um Girls can be catty, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's something that we in the salon, um, we go into different schools and recruiting classes and such. Like, through the grapevine, we would hear, you know, things being whispered about us because we, we try to carry ourselves with such a, such a professionalism and we try to dress sharp and we try to look the part. But because we do that and we're almost like in a – unison is that the word i'm looking for like we're all like yeah all, all black clothes yes. you know nice we try to look really nice um we get the reputation that we are stuck, stuck up. up i remember do you remember uh, whenever 
when we were in high school together, I was sitting with my group of friends, which we were like the nobodies. And I don't mean that like the nobodies. I mean it like the song by Marilyn Manson. I know he's canceled now. I'm talking before he was canceled. Okay. <laughs> and it's like about all the kids where the nobodies want to be somebodies. And it's all, the, all of us. We like dressed in black. We listen to metal and we're all uh, sitting in Queso's right across the street from Lubakai and Brianna and like Amy and the other salon girls walk in and one of the guys tells me like oh I can't I can't stand that girl over there is it her yes mm -hmm. and I was like why like do you know her do you have a class with her and he's like no so she's stuck up and I'm like that's my sister she's not stuck up yeah like she's just prettier than you yeah. <laughs> no, truly. like yeah. honestly and then he was like that was my bad like I just judged a book by her cover completely he's like i've never had a conversation with her yeah he's like yeah no like Bree's like i mean she's like that's my dog you know what i mean that's like how i like describe her but like i mean super humble very modest but it's just you speak to her and just conversation flows and yeah. friendship flows, yeah and you know, know what who I mean? she's talking to yeah are you personable mm -hmm. yeah extremely genuine but um yeah i mean i'm busy too and i i try to support all my girls like this podcast I, I listen to it weekly yeah. i love that my sister sarah has a platform that we can educate people on the struggles of what she endured like growing up just feeling like she was crazy feeling like she she couldn't explain why she felt the way that she felt and and i mean being that we're and maybe it's not the correct way to say it but being that we are from a traditional hispanic household growing up and religious and so religious it's like no mija you no you you're not depressed you just need to pray yeah we need to go to church do we need to go to the Pentecostal Spanish speaking church that we didn't know anything about. We, 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 anyway, so fast forward to now that my sister has a platform that it is not just pushed under the rug anymore. It's something that is so widely spoken about and proud about. I support my sister. I support Briar, Jen with every project Jen does. I try to support. I, um, I feel like a lot of with what Jen does too, I think with me and her, I click with her really well because she reminded me a lot of my sister when we were younger. And because we're like black and white, because we were day and night, I always loved, adored my sister always. And we would fight, we're sisters, but <laughs> you know, I know Marilyn Manson is a really smart man, again, canceled now, but I know that Marilyn Manson is a really smart man <laughs> because my sister Sarah wrote a, a, a report on it and she like did really well. I There's things that I know about certain artists in the metal world or in the <laughs> rock world that I only know because of my sister. Yeah. And, and it's so cute when Bree's like saying something, she'll be like, correct me if I'm wrong, but my sister Sarah said that he, <laughs> like, and, 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 like, and I'll be like. It's like typo um, negative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then there's me growing up. I mean, we were in high school. I would drive us to school and I was listening to, I, what were we talking about, sis, the other day? Uh, Like, bank screw, big hawk, <laughs> uh, chopped and screwed. Oh, yeah. Um, a, a whole lollipop by lil wayne yeah it was a mix cd that she had from limewire and she'd play it in her red grand dam oh yeah and hollis all to high school together <laughs> so but cute. in the same breath i mean i was I'll, I'll hear songs now that i'm like oh my god this is my sister who is this this and, I, and i'll have to tell her sis today i heard a my Chemical Romance. I heard a good Charlotte. I heard a even back to Ashley Simpson when we were kids. Like there are just just things that remind me so much of her as an adult now that I see a lot in Jen too. So like I know Jen has told me like when she was in high school, um, kids were kind of mean to her. Kids are jerks, and it is what it is. Kids were mean yeah. to me too, but <laughs> but also because of like Sarah said. People didn't like me because I was in cosmetology. 
but kids were also mean to me too. Yeah. So not until we became adults did Sarah tell me about a couple of people that I knew in high school that used to give her a hard time. And I would fight anybody for my sister. Yeah, I would. But I've done that with you too, mm-hmm. Jen. There's been instances with Jen that we've, I remember one time we were, I'm not going to say where we were, but we were out and about, not in Lubbock somewhere. And somebody said something or did something to you and it Brie pissed thought, me off. She thought something happened. I was, I don't where I don't know. I was wearing something very ignorant. No, you know what it was? It had the pastel pink hair. We're in Dallas. We were at a club somewhere. Uh-huh. And this was like, I was very like pastel goth at one point. I love so it. So I used to have like, like huge. Oh my beautiful. gosh. Yes. Yeah. It was before I like lost weight and like discovered sunlight does wonders. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I used to be, like, literally ghostly pale, and I'd have, like, this super crazy cut crease and the pastel pink hair, and beautiful. it was accepted and not accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. We were at a club in Dallas. I passed by somebody who's like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. Like, your look. She thought they were, like... Talking shit. Fuck, mm. What the fuck? So what? Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, she's, like, charging at me. She's like, what did they fucking say? What did they fucking it was say? A and I was like, they like my hair. They like my hair. Oh, my God, like, stop. They better. <laughs> That's so serious. Yeah, I'm no, like, but it's like, <laughs> my ride or die. Yeah, that's Sagittarian spice. Just, uh, yeah. Girl. Yeah. I know that's right. But <laughs> I, I guess it, it just, again, it's like, there were so many times that I feel like I failed to come to my sister's defense when we were kids that when I see it now with my sister, it infuriates me, but I got to be the calm to her storm. And then with Jen, I've never even been in a fight. So I was trying to come at this lady. I don't know. But with Jen too, like, <laughs> with Jen too, like, I, I'm i always going to cheer her on too. Like, always. So, you know, I I don't know. There's You have to have that in your life. It's important. Because, like you said earlier, women are catty. Women can be ruthless. Yeah. But the females, like women that I have in my life, that are not my mom or my aunt, mm-hmm. but, like, my friends, there are very few but they're very strong and it's a different kind of foundation. Absolutely. And I wouldn't be where I am today without those strong females and influences in my life for sure. Of course. Like, look at you, girl. Thank you. Look at you. No, but I I completely agree with that because it's like, I mean, I've obviously experienced, you know, like petty women or like mean women, but with the friend group I have, you know, the close women I do have to me that aren't family that are like, Brie and Ray and my best friend Sinia and just you know all these women I surround myself with um the like almost like the love they give is yours to keep you know what I mean and so it's just that kind of it's it's like this I've been blessed to have like these like examples through my life of like what female friendship is so it's kind of helped me like really navigate and like avoid like a lot of those like Like, confrontational friendships Mm -hmm. or those like really like weird passive friendships where I feel like I'm in competition and whenever I, I and I, I mean, I, you can't, you can't, you know, win them all, but it's just whenever I do find myself in those situations, it's like, I kind of, because of the friendships I, I do keep, I know that's not for me anymore. You know, yeah. I, you held that like relationship and that friendship on a different kind of pedestal. Yeah. And I mean, eventually you are going to compare it. It's like these real women who are very genuine yes. treat me like this, support me like this. You don't. You tear me down. You talk behind my back. Yes. You make everything a competition. It's like, you're not genuine. You're not real. Yes. I don't need that in my life because I already have all this love and support. Yeah. That's enough. I don't need to add any more if you're yeah. going to take away from me. And it never has to be like on like a, it's, it's, it's never like any disrespect. It's always just kind of like, I'm going to put my efforts in my love. Oh yeah. You know, like, no harm, no foul, like, but yeah. like, we're just going to go our separate ways. Truly, truly. Yeah. Well, Briar is also a girl boss. If you guys didn't know, she is about to take her, is it LSAT? The LSAT. LSAT. Briar, it's awesome. Thank you. October 13th, I take it. I have been dreading this for over a year. What is that? It is the entrance exam to get into law school. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I'm like for everybody. But... Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm okay, Elwood. I mean, literally. <laughs> <laughs> 
bacteria. I've been walking in that hole. Oh, I uh, love uh, that. Uh, that is I'm awesome. super excited. I'm ready for like done. Jen Shaw, but she's going to be our lawyer, so we're not going to be in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. I don't have very bodies. I just that doesn't that get me canceled. I'm going to have very bodies. I'll have y'all on retainer. Don't worry. <laughs> or y'all have your retainer, I should say. Well, do you feel like a badass? Dude. Fuck yes. This is the. I was telling Sammy like just the other day. This is the first time, like in the last few months in my life, that I've actually felt that I wasn't the loser friend of my group of friends. Man. And that's a mixture of guys and girls that I don't feel like the loser. Like I actually have direction in my life. I'm being successful. I'm doing what I need to do. I feel confident in myself. Like I'm like, hell yeah, you're a bad bitch. Like in my, not like in my looks, like outwardly appearance, but also just like inwardly as well. And it's been a long, long time since I've felt that way. Yeah. But it's taken a lot of effort and a lot of relearning who I am and changing bad habits and getting rid of toxic things in my life that I wasn't willing to give up. And I wasn't going to get to where I was until I gave those up. But I've had amazing support from Sarah. Like, girl, I don't know how you're my friend. So I'm so annoying. I was like... Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> I love that so much. She's like, she's like, you're so. fine. You're like, you're not crazy. And then sometimes she's like, no, you're being fucking crazy. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, I, I need that, like, kick in the ass sometimes or, like, slap in the face. Like, no, like, you, you're not being chill or you need to fix this. Da, da, da. And I'm like, thank you. I need to hear that because I'll be stuck in my ways. Like, I'm very fucking stubborn. I'm like, I'm fine how I am, but I'm not. And I know that I'm not, but I'm not going to change it unless sometimes I have somebody else. But yeah, that is uh, so awesome! Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you, because yeah. you're gonna pass, girl. Yeah. I'm telling you, all the studying and tutoring I've done, I've fucking better pass. But I've kind of been slacking lately. But I'm not anymore. I'm, I got three weeks. I can do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do, do it. it. I'm gonna do it. Oh, you're gonna, gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Period. Period. Mm -hmm. I'll do witchcraft for you. I did witchcraft last night <laughs> to try what? to. <laughs> okay, girl, let me do so, that. I um, I am in. Some real estate courses and this particular course like the chapter that i'm in i took a really long break in it because that's like kind of when my life started spiraling and stuff and um i only recently picked it back up like within like the last month and that is a lot of material that's mm -hmm. a shit ton of material and like when i tell you because like, it's on a timer so like i'm doing this, making flashcards on Quizlet, and then within like what's left of the video, going over here and designing a menu for work, and then doing something else over here, like unpacking my house, all at the same time, like a goddamn maniac, I wasn't retaining too much. And so last night I went and I got some rosemary and some chamomile and some lavender, and I rubbed it all over my notebook and I lit a green candle and I set a little spell. And I passed my motherfucking exam <laughs> Do you feel like a bad bitch? Absolutely. I, I feel like Here a bad you. witch. A bad, bad witch. witch. <laughs> it's Halloween. I love, I love that. I love that. But man, you know, like one thing about Sarah, I don't, I don't care. Like she's tenacious. Dude, growing up, God, she was she, so. She's so funny, and she's got a, a hell of a personality. But my sister is so. Maybe I'm biased because she's my sister, but she's so fucking smart. Dude, I mean, to me, so smart. No, no, it's true. It, she's it's so smart. Yeah. She's so bright, and she sees things in a certain she's a problem solver. way. Like she, yes. So I'm so proud of you, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I'm not surprised. Like I never would have doubted that you could pass it. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, and I've always believed in you and anything that you ever wanted to do. Always, but. Hell yes, that's awesome. Thanks. Good for you. She got a hundo. Well, just to kind of keep things um, on theme with our podcast, which yes. has a lot to do with mental health and or substance abuse issues, I wanted to see if there was anything that you guys wanted to talk to about that. I know you personally have never really struggled with things like that, but you've had people around you that have, obviously myself. Mm -hmm. And how has that like affected your life, your career, your anything? Okay, so and it doesn't have to just be about me. It can be about this in general. Okay, so uh, 
back in like backing up into this podcast, there are episodes that you talk about where it stems from and um, kind of when things started to to happen with you with like your, your alcoholism and substance and stuff. But for me, I feel like, and you and I have talked about this before, but I feel like your crutch was an escape from, of course, the reality that we grew up with. Yeah. And you turned to, you know, alcohol and whatever else to kind of get you out of, out of the realm of reality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, I have my own um, struggle, but mine was always with like boys. Yeah, the boys were your escape. Yes. But not like a lot of them. It was like one that you'd like ride or die for. Mm-hmm. It was Ace's dad and um, such a fuck. He was, a little, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to even go there. But anyway, I'm not going to waste a ton of time on him. But I did. I was 14 and I didn't officially leave him until. I was like 25, 26 maybe. Um, and I never could understand my sister's struggle with drinking and with any anything else that she was that she was doing because I've never had that problem, but I have another one in another in another way. So growing up, I remember you know, you've talked about it, but the one instance where you, the spiny apple seeds and I will never forget my sister, like your, your pupils, like how big they were and how you were hallucinating and we couldn't figure it out. And I remember again, like, because I felt like I had to, I was a big sister and there's a lot of times I've had to be mom to our yes, mom. even a mother. So I remember, you know, going to the school, you think you were, I think you were a senior at that time. So I remember going to the school, trying to find out where the the girl that you were with, trying to find out who her parents were or where they lived. And I mean, she was a minor, they couldn't tell me anything. I didn't, I just didn't know which way to look, but I didn't have time to cry for you. I didn't have time to, to worry. I had to figure out what the hell's going on? What happened? What did you take? Because I need my sister to come down. Like you were so, you were just so out of it. And yeah. um, so, I mean, that being one, one of the most tra- traumatic things that I saw you go through with my, my own eyes, you know, mom, as a mom, she just, she couldn't, she couldn't deal. I had to try to take charge and figure it out. But, you know, going into your drinking I, I just know with you, you, I've always known to be, to know what to say and how to say things to you. When you, when you come to me to ask um, for guidance or even just to, you know, in the past years ago, you would come to me and tell me how much you hated yourself and not because you wanted me to say you're perfect, sis. Like, no, you're, no, you weren't looking for that. It's truly how you felt. And you were just telling me it was not you coming and looking for me to lift you up. No, but I also never, never made my sister feel like she was crazy ever. I always, I always listened. I always heard her. I always did. And I would tell her like, I'll listen if you want me to to give you advice. I will, but if you, if you don't, I'll I'll just hear you. I will just I'll cry with you. I will. So anytime that you have ever in the past called me to you know pick you up because you've had too much to drink, or you've been you know brought over to my house and been belligerent in the past, like my door is always open to any of my sisters, like any of them, but you know, with you, like I've, you're my first best friend. So I, there's been times that you've been drunk in the past and I would tell you, like, I'll put you in, in my bed. I'll tuck you in, in my bed, in my room, like when we were kids and I'll do that for you forever, forever. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't enable that. I've never enabled you because you were never an, uh, somebody who struggled with drinking and coming and looking for money or coming and looking for a place to stay. Like you've never been that, but anytime that you've ever needed me, I'll come running, I'll drop whatever I'm doing to come and get you. And 
I've, I've just always been like that with you. So, I mean, I've, I've been always willing to, to help with you in any way that I can, but I don't understand the struggle because I don't have that same battle Yeah, as you have had in the past, but man, I'll be the first to tell you how proud of you that I am. Briar's always the first. I'll be the second. I'm just kidding. I'll be the first. If you've ever heard us make that running joke. I'll be the first to tell you. (laughs) I'll be the first person to tell you. I'll be the first to tell you. I'm always the first. (laughs) One of the stickers that we made, we didn't get it printed though. It's like a trophy and it's like Briar, the first person to tell you. (laughs) But I want to backtrack. I love, and I think it's so, so important, especially for people who don't struggle Mm -hmm. with, certain mental health or alcohol or substance abuse. You said that you never made Sarah feel stupid or bad or put her down. Never. And like that you just listened because some people want to sit there and say, Oh, I'm so sorry. They want to try to say something to help the situation. And sometimes silence is the best Mm -hmm. and you can't really say that when you're going through it, but just the fact alone that you never made her feel stupid And that you made her feel loved and important regardless of whatever fuckery was going on. Like, Mm -hmm. and I've been in those situations where it's just manic and whatever. I think that is so, so important for people who don't struggle with that to understand and to, to enact or to, to to basically just do the same thing that to, they need to know that. And that's the most important thing that you can do for someone that does struggle with that. Absolutely. (laughs) I will say in my life, most people who've seen me going through an episode of some sort, because I'm not nice when I'm going through them, has called me crazy to crazy bitch, crazy whatever to some extent. Even my my mother, like, she didn't call me crazy bitch, but, you know, like, You're she, she told me I'm, I'm crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sarah's fucking crazy. My sister has never called me crazy. Yeah when we were kids and I was doing things that she didn't understand, but I didn't understand why I was doing it. Why am I doing it? I don't know because I feel crazy. And she's like, you're not crazy. I think that you're is not crazy. so vital. And I think that's another huge dynamic with y'all, not just like being sisters, but just like you said, you're my first best friend that if you were to have called her crazy or, you know, to not have, that sensibility without really knowing that you had it to not say those things. I don't think, I think it might, the dynamic might be a little different. Oh yeah. You know, like I feel like now correct me if I'm wrong and I'm just assuming that, you know, with your mom saying those things or other people, but especially with your mom and family members saying that you're crazy or alluding, even alluding to it, you almost have this underlying animosity and not so much hate, but just animosity toward them in that, you can't even trust them to say that and you don't want to open up to them. You feel like you can't, that's not a safe place and you can't yeah. do that. And so it just reiterates the fact that you are alone. And so because I'm alone, no one's going to be there for me. No one's going to love me. And it's just like this toxic cycle, Absolutely. but you were there for her. And so you are that foundation. You are that safe place that a lot of people do not have. Yeah. And it makes they me, don't. it makes me so sad that there are like, again, I, I didn't know how broad the, uh, Wow, what is the spectrum? Nah, the personality border, borderline personality. Oh disorder. yeah, I didn't know how big it varies. Um, until really until my sister, she would she just she, she would educate me a lot. And um, there have been times in the past that you know Sarah would have she have she have an episode she would have a breakdown and she would call me. And I just know like at that time I just know like okay if Sarah calls me if I don't answer it she's pissed because I just know in my sister's mind, <coughs> well, you're leaving me too. Well, you don't care either. Well, you, so there were times that, you know, I would try to listen to her and she would get, she would get mad at me and she didn't even know why she was mad at me, yeah. but she would start in on me and she would like, almost like she was trying to get a rise out of me, a reaction out of me. And I've never reacted to Sarah. I've, I've responded, but I will never react to her. God, you're incredible. You are incredible. 
There's still like you know, it's that like sister. toxic wow. shit that we do where it's like, oh, I know. Let me like push you. Like, are you gonna fight for me? Like, I ex- and I knew that I, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. And you do it without even thinking that yeah. that's what you're doing. You push them, push them, push them. Like, they oh, run yeah, away. Yeah, you want to fight with me, motherfucker? Well, like. And then it's when you push them away, they don't come back. Then it's like, well, what the fuck? Why what? don't you love me? But it's like, well, I'm the one being a bitch to you. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to come around. Oh, yeah, I love incredible. you. Yeah, I just wow. love patience. It, I wish. <laughs> but really, really, it's just for my sisters. Because I've been, you know, married and divorced. And I went through some bullshit with him drinking. And then oh. my ex, too, drinking. and But with my sister, I just... I know her heart. Like I know, I know who yeah. she is. I know who she is, and I also know that if I were to ever turn my back on my sister, and this is no offense to anybody who's in my sister's life now, yeah. no, the friends, and even oh, you know yeah. my beautiful brother-in-law. Like he's an amazing person to my sister. But if I were to ever turn my back on my sister, and if she were to ever have an episode, I don't know that my sister would have would feel like she has anything to as ugly as it sounds to say to live for like i feel like if i were to leave my sister if i were to cut her off because she drinks and she shit talks me and if i were to tell her like i'm done i'm not doing this with you like you know i'm blocking your phone number don't come looking for me i don't care that's almost as bad to me as if i were to tell her she was crazy like you're her other half you're her one person kyle richards Talking to Kim that way, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I thought this was a boyfriend. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Kyle Richards is listening to our podcast. Her and Kim. You never know. <laughs> well, enough about little old me. Well, Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Jen, what about you? Do you have anything you want to share? You don't have to. Um, I know it can be deep. No, I mean, I'm pretty... I've honestly... I've, I smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. Like, I've been a pothead my whole life, but I don't tried coke like twice and it it never happened for me thank god and now that i'm thank I, god right yeah i know truly um now that i'm 29 it's such a casual drug that is passed around in our social circle and i had a party favor god and um it really bums me out because it just seems like why at 29 would i like get on this shit you know what i mean and, like try it um because like, i i know i do have an addictive personality yeah. um <laughs> And I see that in things like in the way that I smoke weed, in the way that I approach like my fitness schedule, like it, or even just at one point I was really overweight, but I know I struggle with the food addiction because I, I kind of see it now and like the struggle, my relationship with food yeah, based off of like the fear I have, you know, I don't know, like yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily know how to word it just yet. We'll probably get into that, but like. Um, yeah, I guess like harder substances and like with alcohol, I'll drink. Um, but I've never had a, I've had like a really bad hangover that scared the shit out of me to not want to feel like, Damn, that. you I know wish what I could I mean? feel like that. No, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. but it's like, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've just, I've walked the line of like having like goals and all these things where it's just like. Not worth it. I would hate for that to be the thing that throws me off. I would yeah. hate for Coke to be the thing that throws me off. I would hate to get caught up with that and that throws me off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like how fucking tragic. You know what I mean? And like, um, I don't know, like I was an only child and from like between like my mom and my dad and like my oldest like so between my mom and my dad, I'm an only child. But my dad from my dad's previous marriage, he um had three boys, so I've got three half brothers step brothers whatever um but my oldest brother was addicted to like ice and meth and all that and so like i wasn't exposed to it but i also wasn't naive to how it affected my dad yeah Yeah. you know what i mean and taking our brother in you know for to give him a place to say like the same story yeah (laughs) i'm not kidding that's crazy yeah and so like i mean i don't know i've just i guess i've just been exposed to it enough. You saw the reality at the end of the story and it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, and I, I didn't see it from such a raw perspective like some people do. Yeah, you know, yeah. and maybe that's like that is a blessing, you know, maybe that my parents did their very best to really shield me from the reality of it, yeah. but I mean, as I got older, like 
cocaine is everywhere and it scares the shit out of me and I make jokes about it, but I really do miss when my friends were just potheads. Yeah. yeah. I really miss when I could just, you know what I mean? And, um, but in that same light, um, I, I just try to be as supportive as I can without being an enabler, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and my friends that do mean the most to me are making their best efforts to, you know, put their best foot forward and stay off of those things. You know what I mean? Uh, without putting people's business out there. But yeah, I feel like that I, I said what I said earlier about, you know, I miss, I miss when my friends smoked weed because I genuinely like whether my friends are in my life for the rest of my life or for the next couple of years or whatever, like they all deserve very long, beautiful lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's, I would hate, you know, like how tragic, yeah. how tragic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To lose yourself to something like that. But it's really awesome that you are so strong willed though. I have to say, because yeah. I was the same way with Coke, like, I didn't really care for it, but I still did it all the time because my friends did it Mm -hmm. and I would buy it. And then whenever I'd be on it, I'd want more. So then that's when I start like really just like, Mm -hmm. I'm like fiending and like more and more and more and more and more. But I'm very lucky that I didn't get addicted to it because I very so easily could have. Yeah. And you could have been like me, like you don't even care for it, but the people around you are doing it. So you might as well just do it too. I mean, it's, and you're, you're strong willed and that's an amazing, amazing thing. I tell, I tell her all the time. I tell Jen all the time that she, Jen is building such a brand for herself. Yeah. Um, that people know who she is by her handle on Instagram, whether it be the Lords of Film or whether it be Hella Soft, she is always um, carrying herself with professionalism, wherever she's at. Um, when she hosts events for herself, she'll probably talk about the fools and ghouls in a little bit, but um, she, anything that she hosts, any, the Friday night, what is it, the Friday Art Trails, first mm-hmm. Friday Art Trails, um, anytime that she's out, She'll have a good time, but she maintains her image because of her brand. And I admire that tremendously too, because yeah, like it's surrounding yourself with the people that dabble in things that you don't, it can, it can be tempting. It can be hard, but yeah. I also feel like Jen is um, a motivator or an inspiration to some people that she may not even know because Jen doesn't need these things to feel anything, uh, a high or an escape or, you know, whatever it is. No, she's, whether it be weed or beer, like whatever, Jen, (laughs) Jen, yeah, no, but Jen is, she really is like, she's, she's so self-sufficient. She does not fall into peer pressure. Like, if Jen doesn't want to do it, she's not going to do it. She's not going to tell you she's sorry. She's not going to say, oh, God, I don't God, want to. That gets me in trouble sometimes. No, but it's, but it's, but it's a beautiful thing. No, it is. Because it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a trait that I admire because I've, I've always felt like I was like a pleaser. Yes, 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 I'll do it. Same. But I admire it so much because, I mean, you go out and are at so many events and you are such a presence in in the community and in, in like the shows that you do and but you are also such a positive inspiration to to people with men and women like you and, and all in all platforms so i think it's awesome i'm just a girl yeah <laughs> just a girl <laughs> loving to get to know this uh much more about you okay brianna has to leave so she's gonna See you tomorrow she's gonna run before we say bye wrap this up really quick <laughs> bye Bri. we enjoy having you on i know thank you absolutely all righty sorry about that y'all brianna had to go a little early but we're just gonna go ahead and let jen talk about some things going on um with her and yeah. her creative industry we were talking about fools and ghouls or not fools and ghouls first friday but um every year for the last three years i've done an event called fools and ghouls which has started off as like there's this group that is named prayers and they're very their aesthetic they market themselves as Cholagoth. and one of the djs named dave parley he marketed this dj night called cholo golf night where he would spin like 
80s and new wave and like goth techno and kind of mix it with some hip-hop and some like latin and like um chicano like inspired things and so he would go on tour and he of course he's not going to come here you know what i mean and so the idea kind of always spawned from like um how cool would it be if I like got a location and I made it like moody and then I like found a DJ and gave him a playlist and like kind of did my own thing. And that, um, I told Roy about it. Roy and I were doing a podcast and it was just an idea. And Roy kind of called me out on the podcast a few years ago. Uh He was just kind of like, are you going to do your cholo golf night? (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. And I was literally like, I would, it was just literally just telling you what I wouldn't that be cool and he just called me out on it and I was like yeah I guess yeah yeah I'm gonna start making that happen and so after I was like don't you ever do that shit to me again right? you know what I mean like <laughs> I never put me on the spot but it was such a blessing because um Aaliyah young crybaby yeah she listened to that interview and was like I want to host something like that so when I wow. saw her at the next first Friday yeah Back in 2021, she was like, I have the studio. She was back at Studio 4 back in the day. And she was like, I saw this. I want to help you with it. Here's your location. So that's kind of how that was the birth of it. It just kind of worked out. And um, we ended up finding a DJ that just wanted to be a part of it. And And who's the DJ now? Her her name was DJ Jade the first year. Yeah, she lives in Florida now. But, oh, okay. So it was a huge event that first yeah. year. The second year, um, because it was so huge, Chris Vargas, the owner of Season 3, um, it's a streetwear brand here okay. um, in town, but he has a streetwear shop on 34th. Because of the traffic he saw that it created the first year, he asked to host me last year. Because he's a clothing brand, we did a limited like t-shirt drop um oh, cool. yeah so we did like a fools and ghouls drop um and a flyer and a flyer like a print yeah but within that that got me sought out by studio c like literally back in march to reserve me for october you know what i mean yeah. and so like within there i met uh my friend chase who he's the one who sought us out for like lords of film uh-huh. and aesthetically we're just right up the same alley being metal heads and being into like this goth shit and being into like this like southern hip hop yeah just aesthetically so we're teaming up on this we're doing another limited shirt drop so next friday first friday on chill right yes okay we are literally like my muses that's what i'm calling them i found a few models that they're going to have these fools and ghouls shirts that we'll do i have a sample size run and they're gonna have their face painted like in corpse paint or in clown paint or whatever and we're going to pop those motherfuckers on some cinder blocks and they're just going to take up space in the middle of the art trail. And we're just going to take pictures of them. Do you know where like in the art trail is it by like Luca? My, my fools will be roaming. That's oh. all I will say. I want them to roam. I, I essentially wanted to create like a spectacle of like, what the fuck is going on? So we could tell people, here you go. We'll see you October 21st over there. You know what I mean? And so like, I, I, I want to take up space, you know yeah. what I mean, in that way, but without necessarily, like, having just one booth, I would rather just take up space from, like, that 5 and J and just kind of advertise it. Get that footwork in Yeah, so I'm going to have, like, yeah, my models will be carrying their little cinder blocks, and they'll stack them, and they'll get on top, and they'll pose for a couple of minutes, and they'll just be statues, like mannequins, and then they'll move on. Wow. So where is Fools? Is it October 21st? October 21st from 8 to midnight. Um, we're going to be at the 806 collective. So those studios back there, but, um, it's just always so fun, man. Like we're going to have like that limited shirt run. We're going to have a few vendors. Um, yeah. And the vendors that I found this year, they're very like, I try to keep everything super curated and like on brand, I guess, for like myself aesthetic. I don't know. I get like this like imposter syndrome with it. Cause I'm just kind of like. I really do just have, like, this delusional audacity, and I've just kind of, like, snowballed it into, like, this, like, branding of an event. I love you know it. I mean? Keep snowballing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it's, 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 like, these things make me feel good because as these years have gone on and as, like, these, like, successful networking relationships have blossomed, things are just kind of falling into places. And, like, now, like, this event has its legs toward people – because they know it has legs or like, I would like to bend. I would like to be a part of this. I would like to have hands in this. You know what I mean? And so it's, 
I am very glad I have not burned that many bridges these last couple of years. <laughs> well, you, know you said, I mean? you know, you have your, what, what did you say earlier? You're like, uh, what, um, what did Bree say that she has her, um, your, like your brand, your brand. Yeah. And like how you hold your professionalism and people see that. And you also, you do the work, you lay that groundwork and people also see that, that you're serious. Like you're a bad bitch. You're a hard, you're a, you know, a hardworking boss lady and you take it seriously. You put all, you're all into it. You're very passionate and you want to see success, not just within yourself, but with like the product that you're producing. And I feel like others see that. And so they're willing to invest in you and then, but you are the one laying the groundwork. You you laid that foundation. Now people are kind of piggybacking off it. And you Which made is that like, success. It's the point because I, I don't know if I see myself living in Lubbock, you know, for like a very long time or like right. forever, obviously, but I want to have roots in this community and I don't like growing up. I felt very much like Lubbock doesn't have shit. Like yeah. the things I want, the things I want to see, I have to travel to Austin or to New York or to LA, you know, it's yeah. like, and I, but also it's like aesthetically the people that were into the same things that were outside were also here. Just nobody was like laying ground and creating community. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? So it's, I love my hometown in that sense where I want there to be something concrete here, you know, like community wise or just networking wise or, I, I just want to say I had some kind of hand in it. Lubbock needs more people like you in it to, to do those things. Okay. I love it. That's cool. Yeah. We should go. Y'all should take Let's go to First Fight Art Trail. Are y'all going to be selling the shirts? Not yet. So those, so man, because I kill many birds with one stone, bro. So like, <laughs> because of that, that is going to be, my models are going to be carrying they're little flyers handing out the fools and ghouls flyers, but that is going to be our shoot to post by the next Monday to post pre-orders for people who weren't at first Friday. Okay. So that's how we're going to announce our show. Okay. But we essentially wanted to have like a way to promote also. Love that. So yeah, we got to get it out of the way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So those will be on a pre- up for pre-order Monday the 9th. Okay, we'll cool. Announce it October 9th. And then, the, and then the next day is our Lords of Film showings. So okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this all on like your Instagram, or is it all like different like little sectors? That way we can um, like have people we can tag you or somehow share like your. I would say you can follow me at the Hella Soft account. Um, Hella Soft. Uh, you can follow me at Lords of Film with a Z. Um, that's where I post a lot of those screening infos, like on screening info and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then my hair page is Texas Chainsaw Alchemist. Okay. And the fools and ghouls, is that like, is that on a, uh, is that like a Facebook page? Is it an Instagram page or is it just, it's just, it's all shared through mine and Chase's page. Okay. So Dirty cool. South. But I mean, I get so fucking ignorant about it. I am like obsessively like sharing it and we do Hi. so much to hype it because we want so many people in there, but um, you got to market yourself and some people don't. That's why they don't, they're not successful. You put in that work. It's such a fun, it's a, it's a fun night because instead of it's a Halloween party, but it's, I have a dress code requirement. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are really selective with the playlist. We do like a lot of like eighties throwbacks, a lot of like, um, like nineties goth techno. See, that's oh, so like much that. fun. We've we got to go. We have to go. Absolutely. Yeah. We're spinning in there. We're going to be doing some like Texas rap, some like West coast rap and stuff. Like that. Oh so, yeah. Like, it's really cool. And, um, dress code this year is all black Halloween costume or come with your face paint. Okay. So, cool. I wear, I wear a lot of black. Yeah. October yeah. 21st. Everybody goes all out for it. So. Because there are so fucking extra too. So. Know. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, we can do our makeup. Is, what? Yeah, Sam, we did our makeup last year. Yeah. Um, from eight to midnight. That's perfect. Cause Saturdays I'm, I I'm free in the evenings. Perfect. And you will be. Yeah. 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 And next Friday, yeah. so we can go see. Perfect. Well, Jen, yeah. is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap this know. up? I don't think so. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. I know. Yeah. This was awesome. I would love to have y'all back another yeah, time. Yes. Let's do it. You let me know. You got I, something this new was, to plug. This was amazing. Oh my god, one of my favorite episodes we've like done in a long. I, I love having guests on. It's what just so much fun. Show with like all the powerful women that are like hosts. Oh, like the little circle house. Yeah, circle. the view. Like, the view. The view. <laughs> 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 like, we're not as unhinged as that. Like, we're a do y'all listen? Do y'all listen to Trash Tuesday? 
No. Uh-uh. Oh my god. So Trash Tuesday, it's, that's my favorite like podcast. Okay. It is Annie Letterman, Kalila, and Esther, like little Esther, that's what they call her. Uh-huh. But they're three comedians, but they are like best friends and they talk every Tuesday and it is, they are very transparent with very dark humor about their traumas. They have had addictions. It's what is it called again? Trash Tuesday. Trash Tuesday. Trash Tuesday. Okay. But they also like they are like living these like very famous comedian lives. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So just like their day to day routines and just the shit they deal with is not relatable, but also very relatable yeah. in the same aspect. So they're funny they're funny if like if you have a good a very dark crude humor because they get fucking dark but it's like they've been through so much it's like you know at one point you kind of have to like crack a joke about me and it. sarah crying yeah, at the ramen absolutely. shop and then laughing <laughs> 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 talking about our trauma crying they were like <laughs> yeah well it's been so good having you on thank you so yes, much for coming absolutely. out of course we have to do it again yeah and I guess we'll just go ahead and wrap this up. Awesome. So until next, next time, time, don't BS yourselves. yourselves. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.